Joining us now, he is the director of golf up at Sedgefield, Rocky Brooks. Rocky, welcome back to the golf shop. Thanks, guys. How's everybody this morning? We're doing good. Doing great, man. Uh, so I, so I got to ask you, um, director of golf at Sedgefield or still in the Air Force at this point? Uh Interesting, um, interesting career choice. Several years ago, huh? Wow, I mean, it you know, fate being <laughs> what it is. I just, I never would have dreamed that I would be this far in the golf business. Mm. Um, you know, back when I got out of college, I knew I didn't want to be an accountant, and had this bright idea to join the Air Force. And a friend of mine stopped me before I went to see the recruiter and asked me to come work for him in the summer and. Thirty-some years later, I'm the director of golf at Central Country Club. What, was was that professional for a tour event? Wow, crazy! Yeah, Rocky, was that? Did you go straight to Sedgefield, or was that some other golf course in Greensboro? No, I actually was. I went from a little small place in Sanford to this little small middle income club in Thomasville, North Carolina, okay. called Colonial Country Club. Wow! And I worked for the best golf professional. Um, his name's Mike O'Brien, and Mike is like a father to me. Wow. And that actually, you know, then you go get your first head pro job, and you kind of leave the nest. And when they, when their golf pro left at Sedgefield, they called Mike and asked him if he'd be interested. And he said, no, I'm not going to work 70 hours a week again, but if you want somebody just like me, why don't you call Rocky? And sure enough, I got the job. Wow. Yeah, so named, a great story. So named uh, Carolina's uh, PGA Professional of the Year for 2020, and uh, obviously, COVID nineteen has made the uh, the uh, the presentation of the award a little different. So uh, you know, what'd you get? Uh, well, yeah, it, the, a couple masks that say CPG. <laughs> Carolina's got anything yet? Um, bunch of congratulations, to my friends. Yeah, the thing that means the most to me is that you know. I, the respect of your peers right. when your peers think that much of you, it's you know you always wonder you know how good I, you know am I really you know because there's so many great golf pros in the Carolinas. You look at the Jeff, Jeff Nichols in, at Carmel or Billy Anderson at Eagle Point or Charles Frost at Old Town, and I'm lucky I'm part of McConnell Golf. There's 16 properties in McConnell Golf, and every one of these guys are really good at what they do, so they keep you on your toes. I, you know, it's there's so many good golf pros, and you wonder if you measure up sometimes. Yeah, and and you were very surprised. I mean, you didn't even know you had been nominated. No, I didn't. Um, I, you, I've been nominated in the past, and I've never been one that's motivated by plaques on my wall. Well, my buddy was on the committee. He's like, Rocky, you don't fill this thing out. Fill it out one time. That's all I'm asking you to fill it out one time. Your friends want you to do this. I said, all right, I'll fill it out one time. Don't ask me again. And sure enough, I, I, when he and the great thing, the president of the Carolinas PGA is a longtime friend of mine. We were system pros together back in the day. We played golf together every Monday, and now he became the president of the section. He called me. You got we, you know, both got emotional. It was really cool. It was a great moment. Bob Burns from Hope Valley in Durham called me, and Burns and I go way back, and it was really, really cool. Well, it's not like you haven't worked too hard, Rocky. I mean, I'm reading your bio. You've you've been instrumental in the first tee program in, in, in the area. I mean, you're working. You know, I know that golf pros work 70 hours a week, but by reading this, I'm thinking you're, you're probably working 80 hours a week, man. Well, there are some weeks when it's pretty tough, but this time of year you get to catch your breath and kind of put your feet up a little bit. Yeah. But uh, it's just part of being a golf pro. And the the fact that I got involved in the first tee because of Mark Browse at the Wyndham Championship. 
he came to me with this idea, and we were just kind of batting it around one day. He was hitting balls, and I was helping him with his golf swing. And he's like, this is what I want to do. And I was like, well, my brother is the guy for Gillespie Park right there in Greensboro. And he's like, that's exactly where we're talking about. I put it, and my brother got involved, and I got involved. And Mike, they hired a guy named Mike Barber to run it, and they could not have picked a better person than Mike Barber to run the first tee, and it's taken off since then. Excellent. Fun yeah. to be a part of. Yeah. I don't do, uh, you know, I get a lot, I get credit for it. They, they do all the heavy lifting and they, you know, pass out all this credit. It's like, wow, I didn't, I just want to help. I didn't really do anything. <laughs> Again, we're talking with uh, director of golf up at Sedgefield and the Carolinas uh, golf association professional of the year, Rocky Brooks. And, you know, you know, Rocky, when we talk about uh, this, this probably the last, let's say 10 months or so, you know, we 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 uh, kind of understand that the golf industry, other than the kind of initial lull out of the gate, has been doing really well. I mean, uh, you know, rounds of golf have surged everywhere because it was the sport that the thing that was still open when most things weren't open. Uh, because we all know that uh, the the professionals have a hard time hitting it within six feet of each other. Uh, you know, most of the day, <laughs> unless they're hitting yeah, to a true. flag stick, and and the rest of us can't even sniff within fifteen feet of each other. So. Um, you know, how do we sustain where this industry has come during COVID-19? How do we, how do we maintain this as we potentially and hopefully come out of, uh, you know, restrictions and social distancing and so forth? I think that we at Sedgefield introduced so many new people to the game. The biggest growing segment of our at Sedgefield was ladies golf. Wow. But now you have to, you, you know, we're all in competition for that entertainment dollar, sure. right? So we've got to make sure that every time they come to the club, they're having a good time. If you really get down to it, that's the job of the, the job of the golf professional is to make sure people have a good time when they get to the club or the golf course. And you just got to keep them entertained and do more things, um, help them get better. If they feel like they're getting better, they'll play more. So that's why the teaching component of the game is so important. Doing clinics, doing you know this on a Saturday afternoon. You know, dad picks up the kids, mom let us come over for an hour and let us work on your golf swing. And all of a sudden, they become they're like, wow, you know, if I go out and play, I might play better. It's more fun. Nobody's always playing poorly. Um, so they go out there and you just you got to stay in front of it. You got to. What are you going to do better this year than you did last year? Mm. And last year was a unbelievable year all these people <laughs> really? playing golf because they didn't have anything else to do and it was a it was a crazy year yeah there must have been a lot of jealousy uh you know you you get to see your your partner go out and play golf and disappear for four or five hours when there's not a whole lot to do you're like I, i'm gonna go do that right, too so yeah. that's where every, that's why everybody wanted to learn how to play golf because they were tired of sitting around <laughs> they, you're exactly right that's exactly right there was a lot of people weren't traveling yeah, it was a it was a great it was a getaway. What where safer place to be than be outside, right? Right. Couldn't be couldn't be next to each other. Yeah, go outside. Well, what else, what can you do? I think you can play tennis, play golf, well, go hiking. Golf. To, it was a huge boom for golf. Yeah. Golf club sales, golf apparel sales, all of it. It's a big year for the game last year. Well, you know, Rocky, and that is, you know, the the knock on golf up until this point has been that uh, it takes too long. You know, now yeah. now it was like. Now it's like it's okay it takes that long because yeah, right. I got nothing else to do. So, you know, how do we how again, how do we maintain do do we need to do more nine hole events? Do we need to have more fun events whether it's, you know, three clubs or one club or three holes or six holes or nine holes? Do we just need to 
you know, offer more options for people. Maybe it's in the afternoon during the weekday or, you know, a Sunday afternoon. You fill the tea sheet up on Saturday and Sunday mornings to a certain point, and then you do something maybe at 3, 4, or 5 o'clock in the afternoon that they can bring people back out there, and then they roll right into, like, a, an early dinner or something like that. I mean, is it, is it just about being creative at this point? I think you're exactly right. You yeah. have to do, let's fast forward, let's say six months from now, and things have returned somewhat back to normal. Man, now you're in that competition for they can go to the movies, they can do things. I think if you do, you're going to have to do things that take less time. Nine hole events, make it fun, make it enjoyable. They come to the club, they're playing this little nine hole thing, and it's husband and wife, and then they have dinner afterwards. We have this really cool patio outside at Sheffield. Yeah, so you have this really cool event on, on the patio, the weather's good. They've enjoyed themselves. But, you know, the the days of husband and wife taking four hours, who's going to, you know, who's going to keep the kids and things like that? Make it quick, make it fun, make them get back to it. Keep them interested. You got, you bet, you have to be creative. The same old thing's not going to work year after year. You know, Rocky, um, a lot of people don't know, or at least I didn't know that the, that the Cardinal is part of Sedgefield. When did that happen? Because I'm, I'm just in the dark about that. Because I'm telling you, I played that golf course back in the late 90s, and it, man, it kicked my butt, and, and it is a fabulous golf course. Um, it, it, was, that a, was that a McConnell thing, or was that it, acquired it, prior to, to McConnell? When, so we were acquired in 2011. Cardinal was a second property acquired they were acquired in 2005 okay okay so you know being all right so the cardinal that part of town the cardinal the club was losing members mm-hmm. and mr and was thriving you has a tour event everybody signed the golf course we put in champion Muta greens and yeah so we were really surging well mr mcconnell had you know he's like hey what do you think if we merge the two clubs we attach the cardinal Sedgefield, and you just kind of pull them along with you. And with the social membership growing now, they can play both places on a number of times. So we attached the two. So we became kind of the Brady Bunch. All the Cardinal members right. came over to our place. And um, and so it, it was coming along, coming along, wasn't coming along as quickly as we wanted. So Mr. McConnell came to us and said, what do you think? And my first thought was, look, fill the golf course up with public play when your members aren't playing. There's not many members. That part of town wasn't thriving. So fill it up with public play. Make it a semi-private golf course. Mm-hmm. Close the golf course to adjust the members from this time. Anything after that's fair game. And it, he said, but I can't attach public golf to Sedgefield. I don't want to. Right. I don't want to use the word diminish the brand, but Sedgefield is this big, exclusive private club. I said, then you're going to have to change the name back to the Cardinal. They're still attached. They're still sister clubs. If you're a member of Central, you're a member of the Cardinal, and vice versa. Um, but you better switch the name back to keep people from thinking Central is a public course. Gotcha. Okay. Course. Makes sense. And that's how it works. And it yeah. has been unbelievable. They have had more play than you could ever imagine. Fantastic. Well, Rocky, uh, congratulations again on the award, and uh, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks. It's an incredible honor. And, I, guys, I really appreciate you having me on. All right, have a good one, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Rocky. Y'all take care. Thanks.